smash that motherfucking like button. I'm so glad I was recording when you said that. <laughs> <laughs> Hello and welcome to the Lex Education, the science podcast where comedian me, Laura Lex, tries to learn science from her nerdy, younger, stupid brother, Ron. Hi, I'm Ron. And today, again, like last week, we've got a live studio audience. Ooh. It's girlfriend of the podcast, <laughs> Judith, and husband of the podcast, Tom. Now, the reason they're here again, we haven't held them hostage for a week, is that we are recording these intros and outros a little bit ahead of time because Laura is going on holiday like the jet-setting romance princess that she is. Um, yeah. And she's not dedicated to the podcast. Ron went on holiday to Vienna, recorded two episodes... Laura goes on holiday. No, we've got to pre-record everything. Yeah. Laura is tired of this shit. She's been <laughs> self-employed for way longer than Ron. Anyway, listen. Um, so if you've got in touch this week, we're not ignoring you. Uh, we just haven't heard them yet because the last episode hasn't gone out. And also Ron's in charge of the socials and will be doing a subpar job. <laughs> But um, we know that the lovely Reverend Colin was very happy with his shout-out on last week's, well, two weeks ago's episode. And, uh... <laughs> <laughs> what just happened? Husband of the podcast, Tom, just did a, a loving touch of Laura's shoulder and really derailed everything. But it was that's the kind of touch you do to me when it's like, babe, you're drunk, come on, let's go. <laughs> You were like sort of quietly telling me to wrap up. <laughs> I was just touching your shoulder a bit. Oh. I don't know why I did it then. It was bad timing. That's what you do when you're like, oh, stop talking, babe. We're in public, <laughs> so I can't say stop talking. Um, Anyway, so we just wanted to say, if you'd like a shout out on the podcast, a really good way to do that is a five star review. Yeah, praise is a really good really quick way into our hearts we respond super well to praise so um a thank you to podspike as ever um after this week you won't hear us thank podspike anymore but that's just because we're launched now podspike are running away to help other people and if you would like to launch as sparklingly as we have launched then get in touch with dan and suji we cannot thank them enough for their advice and patience especially with helping me make sure the sound quality is um decent on our episodes they've been incredible so thank you very much much pod spike um right this episode a quick warning there's a Shits creek spoiler quite early on in the episode if you don't want to hear it then when i start telling you a story that begins with me having a glass of wine when i get in from work and starting to cry um then stop <laughs> just skip forward a minute or so there um and uh prizes this week for spotting the moment where ron can't handle human emotions <laughs> it's very good um And I just wanted to say, it's a sort of slight trigger warning for something that probably won't trigger the majority of people. We we talk a lot in this episode about um, energy and energy sources and things that are sort of related to the climate crisis. And I think you'll hear from me, it's a subject that really makes me quite anxious and upset. Um, So just wanted to say, if your mental health is in any way affected by the thoughts of climate crisis or energy or sort of waste and things like that, this episode might be a tricky listen. Obviously, we handle it in our usual jocular nonsensical selves but i just wanted you to have that as a heads up yeah and it is very much more about um energy generation and stuff but the the topic of climate change does come up yeah so uh yeah have a lovely time hello ron oh maggie joined in did you hear that mac stop it I think the postman might be here. A real soundscape of a podcast. Hello, Laura. It's me, Ron. Hello. It is you. So the rain is at Ron's place. The birds and the dog are at my place. The sound of Tom apologising to our postman again is also at my place. Um, The thing is, we used to have a post person called Claire that Mackie just loved. And we loved Claire. I used to chat to her all the time. And then she got changed onto a different round. And we've got a new guy. He seems perfectly nice. But I think Mackie thinks he's killed Claire. Because she's so horrible to him. And she's not really horrible to anyone else. Like most delivery people, when they come round, she's nice. But she hates that postman so much. 
And I can't help but feel she knows that he stole Claire from her. Um, anyway, Ron, a lesson. Um, it's physics today, which never usually bodes well. But I've got a nice pen to write with. Show me. A fountain pen. Mm-hmm. I've got my notepad back, which I haven't had since... Well, the last thing I've done in the notepad is write Nora Ephron and drawn a cup of tea with a tea bag in it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I think you only missed the chemistry then, because that was the last biology. Oh, did. okay, brilliant. Yeah. Okay. I actually don't think you're going to mind this one. Mm. It's not... Hey, hey, actually, though, I was talking to Dad at the weekend about this nonsense you've been spreading about tables and hills doing pushing... And he looked at me and he went, well, it's not technically pushing, it's a resistance force. Talk to me about this. Because I leapt on that and said, I knew Ron was an idiot. I should be the teacher. Yeah, it's applying a resistance force in the other direction. So it's not pushing? It's applying a force in that direction. This is one of those times where I think if at the time I'd said it's applying a resistance force, you'd have flipped the table and been like, oh, what the fuck's that? (laughs) Yeah, probably. All right, I just wanted to check. That's fine. Is your post-walk fog gone? Mm, I'd like to say yes. I feel quite sprightly. I'm an emotional wreck. (laughs) Everything's quite stressful at the moment and I've arguably got far too much on my plate. And then last night I had a glass of wine uh, when I got in from work and Tom and I are watching Schitt's Creek and it's the first time Tom's seen it. It's the third time I've seen it. Got to that episode where Ted and Alexis break up in the diner when he comes back from the Galapagos and I cried... (laughs) My eyes out. Like, I'm talking soaking wet face. Like, cried and cried and cried and cried and cried. Tom had to come and sit next to me and we had to talk about how we weren't going to leave each other because I couldn't stop crying. I've seen that episode three times. There's nothing surprising about it. But I think it, I think I just needed like an emotional release and that's what happened to do it. So I'd love to say my brain is clear and ready to learn, but I just don't know what's going to spark more crying. So we'll see. Okay. Are we doing anything about breakups today? Because that appears to be true. No, we're doing quite a lot about, like, renewable energy and stuff, and you've already had one huge breakdown about that, so... Yeah, okay. Are you right, mate? You want to talk about it? Yikes! Um, I think I'm okay. I'm just stressed. There's a lot of stuff going on I can't talk about on the po- on the podcast, but it's just, it means that everything's right up in the, you know, my my dealing with things pot is very very full yeah no so uh short answer is no my brain is not in a good no it's the gonna walk be fog difficult. has gone to be replaced with kind of just a shit brain mist mm. that that is clouding things now yeah i think we might need a list of all the ways you've described my brain swamp brain comes up a lot mist brain walk brain hmm uh, you you like stories about stuff, so I try and illustrate I do. it. Um, right, okay, so let's dive into physics. The first thing that we're going to do is just a little nugget that arguably we should have done at the end of the last <laughs> physics. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna bang it out. We shall not dwell on it. Okay, I'm just going to learn it and understand it. Here we go. We're calculating efficiency. We have a formula for that. Useful energy or power. Someone's reversing. Useful energy or power divided by total energy or power gives you the efficiency. Now, I'm just going to take a smug sip of water and assume that needs no further clarification. Wait a minute. Useful energy... Divided by total energy. Divided by total energy. Equals the efficiency. Divided by goes on top, doesn't it? What do you mean? (laughs) The one that's being divided goes on top. The one that's being divided goes on top. 
The one that you are dividing it by goes beneath. So, if I'm a robot... Yeah? Okay. And I've got 40 useful energy. Now, see, by by diving into this analogy with a robot, which <laughs> is not a, not a thing... 40 energy is powering my robot. Why don't we go back to the kettle but analogy? 60 energy went into my robot... What? Because <laughs> the robot's got a bit hot. Okay. That's not useful energy. And the robot's making a whirring noise, which is worrying everybody around them. I think I'm a fuse. Yep. That's not helpful. The robot is just supposed to be walking along. Uh, so I have a 0.6 recurring efficient robot. Yeah, the efficiency of it is 0.66 or um, or you could say um, 66% efficient. That's not very good. We need to work on that in the robot community. Not, not brill. But yeah, that makes sense, right? That's good. Uh, yes. How can I remember that? Um, just because that makes sense. I'll <laughs> mm, see what I can do there. Um, maybe so useful energy is like in the penthouse suite because it's cool. So that's up on the top of the Don't equation. Patronize me. I'm not. I'm putting emotions <laughs> and stories into it. And then total energy because it's bigger. Um, it's too heavy to go at the top because it's big and total. So that lives in the basement and that equals efficiency. <laughs> Yeah. That'll work. Right, we're moving on to kind of, in general, electricity. Um, uh, but you already put sound effects in. You don't have to do them. I am a robot. Um, Remember that phase that our nephew went through of I am a robot dinosaur... Yes, he used to just shout it into your mouth. <laughs> it was awful. I am a robot dinosaur. Oh, it's so hot. <laughs> right. Take take your take your trousers off. Just do this in your pants. No. <laughs> I'm gonna feel like a big fat baby. <laughs> right. You can't do the whole episode just sat with your arms out to the side so none of your body's touching itself. (laughs) I'm just T-posing for heat conservation. Right, so we're doing electricity. Um, Why don't you get a bowl of cold water and put your feet in it? Because that's mad, to be honest. that's, That's mad. That'll do dispersion of the heat using chaos theory. Don't don't make stuff up. Well, that's right, isn't it? I guess it would disperse, but yeah, diffusion. Uh, we'll go. We'll go. We'll go to conductivity at some point. Oh, why don't they just call it the same thing? It is the same thing. It's a bit different. Um, can I finish this sentence, please? <laughs> <laughs> so we're I just be... got a feeling this sentence is going to go somewhere horrible, so if I divert it... No, it's not. I told you you're going to like this episode. Oh, I don't believe you. So we're learning about electricity. <laughs> <laughs> Why is it squinty? <laughs> because it's so bright and hot. <laughs> Have we mentioned before that Ron does all of his recordings from a greenhouse on the equator? Uh, So we're going to be studying electricity. But it wants us to start with energy sources. So Your ketchups, your mayonnaises, your Worcestershire's. On a kind of national and global scale. How many energy sources can you name? Just did, mate. Three. <laughs> I, uh, I think between us we could name a lot of condiments. Yeah, I, condiment. I love condiments. Sometimes I think I prefer the condiments to the meal. I definitely... Um, all my favourite foods are just vehicles for condiments. Yeah, 100%. I had a lovely bit of horseradish for my breakfast. Oh, lovely. 
What do you mean by this question, Ron? I'll give you the first one. Fossil fuels. Okay. Um, so, I know of wind. Yep. Hydroelectric. Yep. Biofuels. Yep. Nice. That's a good one. Well done. Like, sometimes you can just get a mule to walk around in a circle and pull a crank. What? You can't... <laughs> fucking cartoons have you been watching you know like they used to power a mill by just getting a donkey to walk in a circle <laughs> right okay <laughs> no that's not one i think it is donkey power is not on the list <laughs> well not just donkeys i said mules first of all like you know just pe- he- like a, th- a living thing powering this, no, no, no national grids of runoff hamster wheels. <laughs> okay. Um, tidal power. Yes. Um, solar. Yes. Three left on the list that we're going to be. Three, Christ. One of them's a biggie. You missed one of the biggies. Electricity. Uh, that's all of them. It's uh. <laughs> kind of what we're talking about. Mr. Big One, wind, solar, tidal, hydro, fossil fuels, nuclear. Nuclear, yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Um, what Two about more. just kinetic power? Just take things up high and drop them down. Not efficient. Not a good no. way to do things, no. Um, um, that, well, that's kind of what hydroelectric and, and tidal and stuff is. Think um, there's another one that's similar to tidal and, and hydroelectric. Canals. Canal power? No. A <laughs> <laughs> uh, steam, steam power. No, most of these use steam. No, this is um, uh, wave power. Why is that different? To what? The sea power. Well, you didn't say sea power. You said hydroelectric and tidal. I don't really know what I mean when I say hydroelectric. I just know it's water. Hydroelectric is like rivers and dams and that sort of thing. Oh, okay. Um, and then the last one, think Iceland. I think they get most of their energy from this. Hemp? No. <laughs> um, caribou? Geothermal. I was going to say volcanoes! Yeah, basically volcanoes. Shitting tits! Ah, oh, I was going to say volcanoes and I thought it would make you go, how's a volcano getting into the plug socket? <laughs> That sounds like me. (laughs) I wish we were videoing this because you're just wiggling your T-shirt around. Have you shut the window again? No, it's just so unbelievably hot. I will open it more now because it's not raining. Okay, right. You look so sad. (laughs) It's so hot. (laughs) I've been hot for days. I live and work here. I'm here all the time. You have to be able to open your windows, you maniac. <laughs> God. I've just become one with the heat. No, you haven't. You've become less than one. You look like a sad, sweaty boy. It's not good. Okay, right. Fossil fuels. Yes. Let's talk about them. Where do they come from, Laura? Dinosaurs. Name some some popular fossil fuels. None of them are popular. Name some classic brand (laughs) fossil fuels. You've got your coal. Yeah. You've got your crude oil. Yeah. You've got your natural gas. Yeah. You've got your coke. No, that comes from plants. No, it's a type of coal. Oh, Okay. You've got your... I think that's all the ones I know. Yeah, and then crude oil can get distilled into, you know, your petrols and your diesels and stuff like that. Yeah. Those all come from the same black sticky mess. Yeah. Um, But do you know where they come from? It's like decayed um, stuff, isn't it? Like old things that aren't alive anymore, trees and creatures and animals, and it all just, like biodegrades into soupy oil yeah exactly so it's basically organic matter that has been at some point like compressed well has been gathered together and then 
Earth moves on top of it as you know the world progresses and you know time the the plate shift and stuff and then it is just compressed through um pressure and heat and stuff and it just becomes a very energy dense fuel yeah like a protein bar why is it considered non-renewable because it just takes too long to make it again. Like, it will start making again, but it takes millennia. Absolutely. And why is it a shit show for the Earth? Because it's, it's like storage of carbon, so everything's made of carbon. So when something dies, and it's all carbon, and then it gets condensed into, like, you know, you've got the whole carbon of a whole tree that's gone down into, like, a thimble full of oil so burning it releases like a whole tree's worth of carbon in like a millisecond whereas Perfect. this is an effective storage exactly yeah it's carbon that was trapped millions of years ago and now we're releasing it into the atmosphere now when you know there are processes on earth that are already releasing carbon as you know all living things breathe out carbon so yeah um yeah perfect well done hey That's... it's almost like i've been obsessing about all this stuff for like six years Woohoo! Um, right, so nuclear fuel. Any idea how that works? You have to split the atom by firing another atom at it real fast. Um, I don't know if they fire atoms at it. I think they do do something to um, trigger it. But yeah, so it's splitting the atom. So we use nuclear fission, which is the opposite of fusion. Um, which is where Why would you give them such similar names? That is just asking for a sort of farcical miscommunication in a lab one day. Ah, uh, it's because it all comes from the ancient Greek or the Latin or something, because like all of these old old men with beards in the 1800s sat around and they thought they were smarter than everyone else because they made groundbreaking science and could speak Greek. Greeks. Yeah, so the radioactive isotopes of, um, you know, your, your, your plutoniums, your uraniums, your stuff like that, they decay. So it is something in, is, um, is the, the nucleus, and then something will ping out of it, and then you have two particles, one shooting away from it, and then the one that's left there, um, and then that won't be a perfect process, so some energy is released as well. It gets very, very hot, and we can create power off of it. Hmm. Um, so it's green in the sense that it doesn't emit carbon this process so it's not like a polluter in that sense but we generally just have no idea what to do with the radioactive waste that it produces yeah because and um there was a really interesting episode of um, three-eyed fish doesn't it um yeah well we just like less like we don't know what to do with it now because you can just kind of sort of put it in a hole and then forget about it you know like put it in the put it like in the, humans do like we do put it in like the bottom of a mine that's disused or something but then the bigger problem is that it's going to be thousands hundreds of thousands millions of years until this stuff is safe so the humans of the future may come across this stuff and we don't know how to stop them from doing that yeah, we've put do not eat on all the barrels, but other than that, you know... Well, there was a really interesting... What language these humans are going to speak. Yeah, there was a really interesting episode of um, No Such Thing as a Fish where they, they talk about this, and, like, we don't know anything about these civilizations that might find it. So, like, one of the ideas is that, you know, you could put a cartoon on there of someone coming up to it and then dying, but if the people that find this read things the other way, they might see that and think that this stuff brings people back to life. Which it might like do. We don't know. Yeah. Or, like, we can put, like, skull and crossbones on it, but then what if that's what their faces look like when they get there? And they're just like, oh, rock on. This is the place for us. So, um, yeah, it's quite an interesting problem. Okay, next one. Biofuel. Yeah. That's like McDonald's use that in all of their trucks. They convert their used cooking oil into biofuels for their trucks. I was on the motorway a lot the other day driving <laughs> about the same speed as a McDonald's man. A long time to read that and think about it. Yeah. Yeah, so that's basically what it is. It's fuel produced from biomass, uh, often from waste products from agricultural processes and stuff like that. So in the sugar beet process where they turn that into sugar, all of the the pulp and stuff is turned into biomass and then they use that to uh, to power their factories. Good old Dwight. Woohoo. Uh, it's carbon neutral. 
biofuel, because you are burning it, you know, like a traditional diesel or something like that. But all of that carbon has just been sucked out of the atmosphere to make the biomass that you're then turning into biofuel. So it's carbon neutral in terms of that cycle. Okay. And you're not growing a thing like when you suck diesel out, you're doing that only for that car. Whereas if you're doing biomass, you also fed people, presumably. Yeah, that makes it green. But even if like, even if there was a plant that you grew and then just turned that into biofuel and then just burnt that in cars, that would still be carbon neutral. Yeah, okay. Well, I mean, you know, obviously if the manufacturing process um, and stuff, um, like you have to factor that in. But in terms of like the fuel itself. Um, yeah, all right. Yeah. That makes sense. Um, it's considered a renewable thing because obviously, um, like just grow more sugar beets, just grow more shit, and then you can turn it into biofuel. And the most bio, uh, the most common biofuels um, are corn ethanol, biodiesel, and biogas. Should I be making notes on this? Is this the lesson? This is the lesson, yeah. Okay, it just feels like a chat. Yeah, it's nice, isn't it? Yeah, I haven't written anything down though. But this all feels okay. I'll remember this. <laughs> all right, hard hard test next week. <laughs> um, okay, uh, the next one is wind. The wind. wind. The yeah. wind turns the turbine. The turbine makes electricity. And it goes around and around, around and around again. Uh, it's, it's a very cheap way of making power. Yeah, because you don't even have to pay the wind. Yeah. Um, Caroline Lucas doesn't like it because it makes birds. It. It hates yeah, birds. birds do get sucked into it, don't they? Like, death to the birds. And also people get mad because they say they're not very nice looking. But hey, here's the thing. They look nicer than a power station. Yeah, also, I do think they're nice looking. Me I think as they're well, cool. Ron. And then, I don't know, I, I get the bird thing, but also, like... If we keep heating the earth, the birds are fucked anyway. That's what I think, Ron. Also, with the severe drop in numbers of flying insects, I think maybe we need a few less birds to let the <laughs> insects bounce back. But then also, like... Or like a reverse swallow to spider situation. Yeah. We've got to start then... murdering right up the sun. <laughs> <laughs> um, but then also, like... Um, Aeroplanes kill birds all the time. So do I. And, and they pollute. Yeah. So, but Caroline Lucas, to be fair, isn't like pro aeroplanes. It's not <laughs> like she's out there being like, get that wind farm down. It's getting in the way of my planes. <laughs> she's quite mad at both of them. And that's I, I true. think she's probably pro wind farm instead of other things, but she's also then more pro other things instead of wind farms. Sure. I feel very protective of my girl, Lucas. Oh, I like Caroline Lucas a lot. She's just, I just know that that's her beef with them, is the birds. The next one is hydroelectricity. Hydro. I'd imagine... Um, yeah, go on, say some stuff before I have some thoughts. No, no, get it out there. Feels like this one might be problematic for the landscape in ways, you know, because you've got to flood places and make reservoirs and you've got to, like, real bash up the landscape. Depends. So... Yeah, when, when you dam a place, obviously... Um, That's that it, does, then it can't get into heaven. It does change the landscape around there. Um, but then some rivers are... Uh, and then you do that, so then you have the, the sort of the potential energy in the, the reservoir that you can then feed through the, the turbines to make the electricity. Yeah. But some rivers are just quick enough to do it without doing that. So I've... I've just come back a couple of weeks ago from Austria where we were um, uh, we uh, went for a drive along the Danube Danube's a really quick river um, and I think Austria makes about 80% of their power from it just by hydroelectric stations um, in the river hmm. um, but then the other thing about um, I well I think with, with the damming stuff and yeah it's, it changes the environment and you know if they, they should do, like, the surveys stuff to make sure it's not going to be awful, but then you do just get other habitats, and you'd have wetlands and, and stuff like that. Yeah, so. but then, like, what if you dam it and you stop fish being able to get up to the top and spawn and stuff? Yeah, yeah. And then maybe. what do those fish do? Nothing. Dead. <laughs> Bye-bye. Yeah, hit, hit by the turbines like the birds. The only answer is there needs to be fewer humans, so we need less power. That's the right. only overall solution. 
I guess long term, but then also we use a lot more power than we need. Do we? Yeah. To do what? Like you know, like our the way our lives are is incredibly wasteful. You but know, don't we it, need that to just be stimulated and happy? Otherwise, we go a bit crazy. No, like I'm not talking about like oh, don't turn on the TV because that's using up power or something like that. I just mean like the number of houses that aren't insulated and, and things oh, like that. Oh, I see. Um, and, you know, the the number of people that are driving old crappy cars and stuff like that, whereas, you know... And obviously, that is, uh, that's, that's a wealth disparity thing, and it's not their fault, but then, you know, government change should be getting people onto... Um, you know, should be helping people into more sustainable situations. Yeah. Join a union. Join a union. <laughs> Pro-insulation. <laughs> You have to cool yourself down, Ron. You can't. It's only May. You still got like June, July, and (laughs) August to go. Oh yeah. I'm very worried about how dehydrated you're going to be. Oh, I'm drinking so much water. Yeah, you're going to run out your kidneys. They won't last until you're 30. I'm fine because I'm not pissing at all. It's all coming out (laughs) through my skin. This is horrible, Ron. I know you don't want to open a window in case you lose the cat because if anything happens to the cat, Judith will never forgive you. But if you are this for the next three months, she's going to leave you anyway, buddy. Because (laughs) nobody wants to be like, oh, really love my boyfriend. He's the picture of health. That's him over there, (laughs) naked on the floor of the office, (laughs) sweating into the floorboards. Uh, rude. <laughs> what a rude thing you just said. <laughs> um, you have to be able to open windows. <laughs> geothermal. Yeah. Like a hot cat from the aristocrats. <laughs> Explain that joke, please. Have you just taken the Giuseppe Casey, Thomas O'Malley? Yeah, I've kind of contracted that. Yeah, see, that made no sense, Ron, but you're so hot and sweaty, you didn't realise. But you got it. Yeah, I got it, but that's not a good measure of how many listeners are on your wavelength. You're also slumping further and further into your chair, leaning off to the left, Ron! The pro- the other problem is that we've got these nice little, like, cup chairs. You really like the chairs that we've got. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, but then they're, like, really thick material. And it's just, like, really... makes your butt really hot. <laughs> <laughs> I can't stress enough how much you need a through breeze through your flat, Ron. The window's open. Yeah, but no... You need a through breeze. You need two open windows so that cool air can move through your flat. Geothermally. <laughs> Geothermacase. Because <laughs> here's some physics. Even though you've got your window open, cool air won't come in unless there's, like, a train for it to go through on. So geothermal. <laughs> I'm fine. I'm fine. <laughs> Don't Geothermal like energy. <laughs> the core of the Earth is very hot. Yep. So when this hot comes to the surface, we can use it to make electricity. And to cook on. Yep, and have baths in. <laughs> yep, like those monkeys in Japan. Like those monkeys in Japan. That's it, really. The tides. <laughs> <laughs> the tides. The moon! <laughs> the moon! The moon. So yeah, we're kind of harnessing the moon's energy. Yes. When, uh, I'm when so glad the moon has come up and it's finally meant to be coming up. I feel yes. like the moon has come up every episode and it's never been her time to shine. But now finally, the moon is involved. Right. The tides. The harnessing the energy of water flowing in and out of the tides. Right. Yeah. So, it's not used a lot at the moment. Um, I think um, I was doing a bit of reading on it. It seems like the the technology is being expensive and hard to do, and also there are limited places where the tidal range is enough. 
Mm. You know, like Bristol, they, like, the tide is well high there when you when you see the, the river. The tide is high, but I'm holding on. I'm gonna be your Bristol one. <laughs> it's not even hot where I am. Um, um, maybe Elon Musk should do that instead of going to space and and stuff. Yeah, but maybe he should also just do one and fuck off. He should. He's just trying to be cool and fun and everybody's like, can you just solve some actual problems instead of every five minutes going, hey, I might buy this. We get it, Elon. You're rich. You could spend your money on whatever you like. You don't have to keep reminding us every 20 minutes. Yeah. But he's also, like, he's also, like, trying to pretend to be this big sort of, like, Tony Stark that's some genius inventor. But... Nothing that's made him rich or successful is anything that he's invented. No, like he's a great, he, yeah. great businessman, but like not, not some crazy. What's oh, happening again? <laughs> there we go. I've put Ron back in his box, and <laughs> it would be good to invest in tidal power because the tides are very reliable. Right? The yeah. tides happen twice a day, no matter what. Whereas, Stand up, guys, those tides. Yeah, the tides of March. They happen. Was it you that was telling me that the tides are about the earth squeezing a bit? No, who told you that? <laughs> Someone told me that the tides is like the earth getting a bit squashed and all of the water has to go to the other bit. Who told you this? <laughs> Did they sell you anything when they told you that? <laughs> yeah, a tide protection helmet to stop my head getting squashed. <laughs> talk, talk me through this theory that you were told. So the earth like... is getting squashed, wrung out like a sponge. No, and the no, water no, no, is... no, 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 no. As the, as the earth is like spinning around... Kylie Minogue style, the water like compresses and glubes out in two different areas on either side. And that's what the tides are. It's not like it's following the moon around, it's like being squeezed a bit. And so you get bulgy patches and narrow patches. Who told you? I think it might have been Will Duggan. I'm not sure. Somebody told me about it. <laughs> I don't believe that to be true. What? The, the earth's getting squeezed? Yeah. Okay. Maybe it isn't. I believe it to be the water getting attracted to the moon. Which is even more bananas than a squeezed earth. Is it? Yeah. How can water just be like, Hello, who's that in the sky? Off I go. You said nothing's got feelings. Yeah, it doesn't. It's gravity. So why is it attracted to the fucking moon? Gravity! Yeah, but how it's can It's not gravity... an emotion! <laughs> it is. How, how can gravity just think, oh, OK, I'll just deal with the sea? Why don't it's all the not. trees lean towards the moon? Well, they're attracted to the moon. What?! Every, you're attracted to the moon. I'm not. The moon is attracted to you. That's how gravity works. Not me. Yeah. <laughs> In... I thought gravity meant we were all going to the middle of the earth. Well, we are, because the earth is the biggest thing near So why us. isn't all the water just stuck going to the centre of the earth? It like really is. Still? It's not flying around, is it? <laughs> Why is it going to the sun? Well, we, we, we go around the sun because of gravity. Oh, my God. Is it all gravity? It's all gravity. For, all the way down to the bottom, it's gravity. But the moon comes why do you think the, the Why do you think the Milky Way is in a spiral? Is it? Yeah. What is the Milky Way? I've never really That's known. That's a galaxy. I don't... What's a galaxy? A galaxy so is a... There's so many chocolate words in space, aren't there? There are. Um, I think it's because when we were doing all this space exploration stuff, we were making a lot of chocolate. Oh. That's Good. conjecture. That's something I've just... That's just something I reckon. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's all gravity. It's all gravity. Hmm. Um, 
But the moon knows about me. It doesn't know about you, and it has no no feelings towards you, good nor bad. But it feels gravitated to me. Yeah. Huh. Everything is gravitated to everything. That's crazy that the moon knows about me. Can feel me. This is going to be one of those... <laughs> are we going to see this on a documentary <laughs> of the woman that fell in love with the moon? <laughs> no, the moon's into me. I've always known about the moon. I'm not that bothered. <laughs> I think it's fine. I'm not bothered. I would never have gone there if I'd been in charge. If it was up to me, we would just leave space alone. Yeah. We would stop poking it. I I've just think no only it. bad things are going to happen. I think telescopes, cool. Hubble. No, that's the start of the slippery slope that's led to people going out there. Yeah. Get All rid. the stupider stuff comes from space. Conspiracy theories, star signs... That, uh, that bit with Mufasa and the Lion King, all of the worst stuff is about space. So much fossil fuel wasted going into space. Indeed. Is it, what are we doing? So the it's moon, good to. The tides. It's good, yeah, it's good to invest in tidal power because the tides happen every day. Sun, sometimes it's not sunny, it's, you know, solar. Sometimes it's not windy. So tides is good. But there's always a moon. My most There's constant friend. Maybe I do love the moon. You love wolves. I do love wolves. You you get a period. Yeah? All moon stuff. Is it actually the moon though? Uh, I think we I think it's monthly because of the moon, but I don't think necess- I don't think it's like if the moon disappeared you wouldn't have it every month. But I think biologically we are in tune with the moon. Or or evolutionarily we have been. Do you know the maddest thing that about the moon, in my opinion? It's made of cheese. <laughs> no. The fact that just by some chance, it just rotates at the exact right speed so that we just always see it the same. Yeah. Like, that's mad to me. Yeah. It's because we live in a simulation, I think. It's all CGI. The more science I learn, the more I'm like... Ugh. Well, I mean, there is a theory that statistically we do live in a simulation. Yeah. And didn't they find code at the bottom of a hole? I'm going to move on from that. Because <laughs> I don't know what that means. <laughs> and I don't think you do either. Like, they went as far down into, like, an at- like an atom as you can get and it was code. That means nothing. <laughs> Because right. yeah, that means that means nothing. Because <laughs> like, what 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 computer language was it written in? Well, like one zeros. Oh, binary. Yeah. Right. Uh, solar. <laughs> yep. More and more widely used. Gets criticised sometimes because uh, people put it on large tracts of land um, uh, to, to have all the solar panels on, but their more efficient design is becoming more popular and youth roof space is getting moved, used more. Yeah, I'd like to get solar panels on my house. You should. Can't afford it at the moment, but when I can. Yeah, that'd be nice. I'd get your energy bills down. Yep. Um, and then the last one is wave power. And that, it's how lots of people greet each other and it makes the wind turbines go even faster. Very good, very good. Just for the listener, I am madly waving at Ron right now. He is not waving back. Oh, it's too hot. It is cooling me down, though. <laughs> <laughs> Open the window, Ron. Oh, my God, you're going to die. I don't cope very well in the heat. No, you have to be able to open windows. You can't live in an attic with all the windows shut, you madman. I can't. I can't do this anymore. <laughs> I haven't slept more than about an hour and a half in a long time. Ron, I'm going to send you the window nets you need. I'm going to Google it right now and send you them. So wave power is capturing the power of the waves and currents to make them into electricity. Have you ever seen what the wave power thingies look like? Flat cat's window mesh. Is that stuff for Velux windows, though? 
was just a net. You just stick it over it. But then how am I going to open the window if there's a net over it? <laughs> That's a good boy. <laughs> it's going to have to be a baggy net, isn't it? it? I don't know how it works. That's why I've not done any research. Ron, you need to do some research. I'll sort it out when I next come and visit. Do you know what the wave power machines look like? No. Are they like at Sedgemoor Splash? They look like, yeah, like big floating sausagey things, like what se- separates lanes in pools. Ah. But big. Well, you'd have to be if you're going to be in the sea. Yeah, you bob around and make power. You're quite far from the sea, aren't you? Not as far as you'd think. Belgium's not very big. Would you get in the sea if you could? Right now? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I like the sea. So what we're talking about now, wave power? Yeah, that's it. It's so a thing. Wave what power. What does it mean? How do you get power out of the waves? The thing floats in the water and sucks the power out. How? I don't know. I couldn't find a diagram, but it says in the syllabus you don't need to know. So. All right, brilliant. So you just put a float in the sea and that turns into yeah. electricity. The power Wi-Fi's out of it into the wires. All right. Only two of these are not renewable. Fossil fuels. Nuclear. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, and those are the different fuel sources, energy sources, plus that little appendix about efficiency. Robots! Um, uh, That it wanted us to go through. Um, Okay, but to be fair, you can't put the energy efficiency bit in the quiz, okay? Because that wasn't from this episode. It was. We just did it this episode. Yeah, but it wasn't supposed to be, so don't put it in the quiz. It will maybe be in the quiz. No. Okay, Ron. I feel quite good about how this quiz might go. Yeah, me too. We're both a lot more calm than we Uh, were last week. Yeah, but last week, like, it all made sense. It wasn't stupid, so it should be fine. Yeah, and I'm not so desperately hot as I was last week, so... No, you were I was burning hot. I can hear birds tweeting, though. Have you got the window open? I do. It's nice, isn't it? Yeah. Um, okay, are you, are you ready for a quiz? I think so, I've come yes. prepared this week. It's out of six. Nice, That's okay. one, two, three, four, five, six. And it was all just logical stuff. It should yeah. be fine. You ready for question one? Yeah. Why is biofuel considered carbon neutral despite the burning of hydrocarbons? Oh, because... Because the carbon that you're burning, because you've just grown it, you've only just, you've taken it out of the atmosphere to grow it, just to put it back in. So it's net zero. Honk. Yes. One point. Yes, that's correct. Ready for question two? Yeah, I'm on a roll. I'm on a roll of one. One roll. Are you... You're getting a boiled Oh, no, I bought new headphones and I was just playing with a little packet excitedly. Oh, don't do that. Put it down now, I'm sorry. Not doing an ASMR (laughs) podcast, although we could. What what are the two unrenewable energy sources that we talked about last week? Uh, unrenewable. Um, that's, like, natural gas... Oh, which comes, comes under, under the larger fuels. bracket fossil of fuels. Yeah, 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 that's yeah, not yeah, renewable. Yeah. And nuclear isn't renewable. Ding ding! That's yes. two more points. Fifty percent in two questions. That is basically what I usually get overall. Generously, yeah. <laughs> Question three for the remaining fifty percent. Name the three types. Uh, three energy sources that we discussed that involve harnessing the energy of water. Uh, tidal. Ding. Um, hydroelectric. Bong. What do you mean, bong? No, that's another. That's another. Oh, good don't change the noise! <laughs> I thought that was wrong. No, no, like a bad noise would be like. Yeah, that's the noises I put in the quiz, but. I thought I thought you you just, never mind anyway. Uh, oh oh, and the one where you just put a snake on the sea. Um, oh, what was it called? Where you just 
the, the really stupid one that isn't, doesn't sound, uh, what else is there? Like, wa wa waves. Wave power. Yes. Boom. Stop changing the noise. Um, yes, three marks. That's a that's a hundred percenter. I think that's only the second quiz you've ever gotten a hundred percent. Yes, and on physics too. It's because it made sense. Because it was just a chat about real things for once. Yeah, yeah. It's quite funny how the tables are turning because obviously we're about to record the next biology episode, and I don't think you're going to like it. Oh, no. All right. Well, you guys have got a week to wait to listen to that one. Ron, we smashed that episode. Can you believe we got on so well in physics? No, I think um, the heat must have swamped up my brain and then we were just kind of on, on in the same bayou. I think this might be my favourite episode that we've ever put out, actually. I think that this is... Um, yeah, you dying slowly in your little boiling frog room really cracked me up. Um, we hope you enjoyed that, lovely listeners. Let us know what you thought and we'll be back catching up with all of your social media um, connections next week. Um, just wanted to say, obviously, again, I mentioned this at the top of the show, but if you are affected by um, anxiety or recurring thoughts or anything like that, I know that the thing that kicks mine off is uh, climate and energy and things like that. But if that's happening to you and you're like, hey, I could be happier, um, I cannot urge you enough to seek medical help with stuff like that. Even if you're scared of something that's super logical, like climate change, you can still get the help you need to be able to be a more effective person in battling what makes you nervous um merch suggestion ron a tide protection helmet <laughs> can if you know what i'm talking about with the squashy water i know what you're talking about do you yeah it's so the earth is not getting squeezed but what happens is when the moon pulls the water you get one sort of bulge on the side of the earth where the moon is and then you get a bulge on the other side where, like, the Earth's mass is kind of shielding that water from the moon's gravity. So then you get a bulge on that side because that water's not getting pulled. So the, the Earth is in no way getting squeezed by the moon. That's, that's lunacy. Um, that was a great pun, but I don't think Laura got it. Um, but it looks like it's being squeezed. Yeah, like a moonacy, lunacy. No, like Luna. <laughs> No. <laughs> yeah, but it's not getting squeezed. But, but it, it would look is. a bit like it's being squeezed. Yeah, so it's being squeezed. Okay, we love you. Thank you so much for listening. And I will be back for my holiday. Very grumpy about being back for my holiday next week. Uh, until then, you can get in touch with us. We are at Lex Education on all socials. And you can email us, lexeducation at gmail.com. Time for half term? No, that's not your catchphrase. Do but you're going on holiday for two weeks, so it's like half no, term. No, I'm on holiday when they're listening to this. Carry on half term. <laughs> no, just say the catchphrase, Ronald. <laughs> half term dismissed. <laughs> Coffee, take say the words. Class dismissed. You're such a little worm. <laughs> <laughs>